Hey, Katie. Hey, Ben. So I'm normally not a baseball fan, but uh, I've been thinking about it a bit. Can we talk about that today? Yeah, I want to tell you about something very interesting. You're listening to Linear Digressions. So there was a game, uh, Friona versus Boys Ranch. Friona fell 10-8 to to Boys Ranch in five innings on Monday at mm-hmm. Friona, despite racking up seven hits and eight runs. Friona was led by a flawless day at the dish by Hunter Sundra, who went two for two against Boys Ranch pitching. He singled in the third inning and tripled in the fourth inning. Friona piled up the steals, swiping eight bags in all. Uh, that's about all I have. So you were just reading that from... I was reading that from the internet. Uh, from the internet, okay. So what... What, what what is that? That's well. That's the that's the uh, description that's, of a baseball game, a high yeah. school baseball game. That was written entirely by a computer. What? So remember when we did we did an episode about <laughs> computers writing kind of like herky jerky jokes? This yeah, is like yeah, computers learn to yeah. This is the the more professional like kind of the future is here version of this. These are computer algorithms that can take big uh, tables of numbers, like for example, a bunch of baseball statistics and automatically write a summary of the entire game completely unsupervised and then you can run that in your local newspaper or you can you have this written up documentation of something but there was never a reporter there who actually watched the game that is insane i i was to be honest wondering why the heck we need computers that can tell jokes because i mean humans are already pretty good and also the computers were really kind of lousy at telling jokes but that sounded really professional that yeah. sounded real yeah um, it, it's uh, it's actually pretty amazing to uh, to read some of these. So how how does this work? So this is a company. This uh, particular example was written by a company called Narrative Science, and I actually first heard about them in the context of uh, when I was looking for jobs in Chicago because they're based in Chicago, um, mm-hmm. and I think what they're doing is really cool. Um, and so it's led by some computer, or I should say, uh, artificial intelligence experts mm-hmm. who sort of had this idea that, um, you know, there's regular sort of patterns in, uh, for example, the structure of a baseball game and then how you would describe that in a narrative format. Like you'll find that the term fell behind or took the lead fairly frequently when certain things happen in games. Exactly. There's this really great Wired article that sort of served as my inspiration here. And I'll read to you from this article. Um, they have sort of stock phrases that they feed into the algorithm, and then it has to figure out where to apply them. Um, but it says, for baseball, the meta writers, these are the, uh, the people who were writing sort of the uh, frameworks and the templates and stuff. Uh, they seem to have relied heavily on famed early 20th century sports for, uh, columnist Ring Lardner. People are always whacking home runs, swiping bags, <laughs> tallying runs, and stepping up to the dish. Mm-hmm. Um, so it can recognize some of the the tropes that you that you might say for like describing a baseball game, and then figures out where to drop in the appropriate phrase. Okay, so I couldn't just tell my computer, "Hey, computer, hey Ben's MacBook Pro here, write me an article." I need to start with something. Right. Obviously, it it doesn't know what stepping up to the plate actually means but if you say feed it with a lot of data that it can train on then it can start to associate stepping up to the plate with something you might say before you know the data indicates someone hit a home run or something right so i think there's a lot of examples that they feed into it and also right now it's used in very specific contexts so it knows a lot about baseball um i think because they actually write in some rules that help it understand like the structure of a baseball game and it understands if there's one team that's ahead in the first part of the game and then the other team comes from behind and it can sort of arc can, the story around yeah. that, yeah. It can. It indicates, 
or that it can understand that that's a pivotal moment as opposed to something to mention. Yeah, so this is actually, this was one of my favorite parts of this story. So one of the more interesting use cases for this is to describe little league games. But you can imagine that a lot of the training set is from major league games, right? Because you have a lot of examples of people writing about major league games. And then you want to take those tropes and you apply them to little league games. But the... <laughs> that's... that's I can just imagine that being so adorable. Little Joey steps up to the hit, to the plate and slugs a home run no, off of the tee. Here's the best. Here's the best part though. Okay. Is um in little league, because they're kids, they're not very good at baseball, mm-hmm. and so there's lots of errors. And so if there's an error in a major league game, then you talk about it a lot because it's very interesting and people are you know it's a big deal. But in, in Little League, everybody just feels bad for like the kid who drops the ball. Yeah. So they said they actually had to take their algorithm and kind of tune, they had to manually tune the knobs on it a little bit so that it was less mean for Little League. <laughs> oh, God, that's horrible. It's pretty funny. <laughs> that's incredible. Um, so anyway, uh, but yeah, it's, uh, it's, so they do it in, in context things like baseball games, but there's all kinds of other things that uh, interesting applications they're working on now. Yeah, so like what, what are a couple of those? Yeah, so one of them is taking information about uh, financial data and turning it into a story about, say, the the arc of a company as it's evolving through time. Because um, obviously a lot of times people want to understand, okay, there's this company, maybe I want to invest in them, or I work for this company. I want to, I want to understand what's going on with them financially, but it's very difficult for me to look at a table of numbers and understand what's going on, but I can understand a story. Mm. Um, but obviously that story can be kind of, it's clunky if you have to have pay someone to write those stories over and over again. And then another one that was cited in this article I think is very cool is auto writing uh, summary stories of people's um, World of Warcraft campaigns. Oh, jeez. <laughs> because with World of Warcraft, you have lots of, you know, sort of numbers that describe what's going on in the campaign. And so it's you and your buddies and you're playing World of Warcraft. And that you can feed like a narrator. You feed all that data into the algorithm, and then it like writes a newspaper story for you, like of the whole arc of the campaign. And so then you have this document of like what just happened, and I think that's very that's cool and insane. exciting. Yeah. So all right, so so I guess I got I kind of just got an analogy. So when you were first describing this to me, my very first thought was, oh my gosh, all of those poor sports writers, right? who are gonna be out of a job because this algorithm is gonna, so I was kind of like almost against this, this uh, machine learning algorithm from when, from the very beginning when you were first talking about it. But now I, I kind of, I'm starting to see it in a different light. It's not just this thing that might rest away writing jobs from humans. Not only will it probably do that in some cases, but it'll also, create stories where humans wouldn't have bothered to do so in the first place. And the importance, the the use of this is similar to visualization. So you take a lot of data and you put it into a spreadsheet and you've got all these numbers and they're really completely obtuse and you know opaque. You can't really derive any meaning from seeing a bunch of numbers. But if you turn it into a graph, all of a sudden you've got a picture, right? You have a story, you have an arc. Mm-hmm. This is just another way of telling a story. I love it that you put it that way. So there's there's two things. Uh, I promise this was not this was not. Uh, <laughs> I didn't set Ben up to say this, um, but what you said was so perfect. So, on the topic of visualizations, mm-hmm. there was a really great visualization. This was done in the New York Times fairly recently, and it was in their sort of data science section called the Upshot. 
and it's entitled The Best and Worst Places to Grow Up, How Your Area Compares. And it's talking about income inequality and specifically how this the exact geographical area where you're from, how that affects how easy it is for you to move into a different income bracket. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, is they do it on a county by county basis. But of course, there's a zillion counties in the United States. And so there's actually this very nice visualization that'll zoom in on whatever county you're interested in looking at. And then it takes templates and it auto fills them with the numbers for the county that I'm looking at. So I can look at the county where we live, Santa Clara County in California, um, and it fills in all the numbers. And so now instead of just looking at a set of numbers, I'm looking at a picture that's been sort of custom crafted for me of what Santa Clara County looks like and how it compares to its neighbors. And I'm also looking at little text blurbs that describe for me uh, sort of oh. how that county compares to some of the other ones. That That's are crazy. That's a way of, of combining those two. A little bit. Yeah, exactly. You've got the visualization element. You've yeah. got the, the graphical element, right? Yeah. And then you've got the, the story element. And I guess up until literally just now, I'd never thought of telling a story as a way of visualizing data, but it really is fundamentally, conceptually the same yeah. thing. And the second thing that you said that I think is really uh, insightful This is, again, from this Wired article, Uh, but they're talking about one of the founders of this uh, company was at a party and he was describing to a journalist what his company does. And of course, that's, you know, for a journalist that doesn't like sit quite or maybe it was a theater critic, something like that. Um, This person became a little bit, uh, you know, uh, piqued, I guess, that, that his profession might be under. Uh, under siege from the robots Um, and so (laughs) I'll read you this is these are the final statements from this article I'm stealing blatantly here but the co-founder says I just looked at him and asked him have you ever seen a reporter at a little league game that's the most important thing about us nobody has lost a single job because of us at least not yet that was not his quote but (laughs) that was the that was the way the article ends is is um yeah, I, I think that right now, absolutely, what they're going after is is the places where there's just lots of data being churned out, but nobody's watching, um, yeah. and that maybe people could pay attention if they have these stories being written. But I'm sure we have not seen the last of this yet. Linear Digressions is a podcast about data science and machine learning, produced and recorded in the studios of Udacity, a company dedicated to education. We've got some awesome courses made by people like Katie and me in data science and other tech fields. We should also remind you that all views expressed during this program were those of the speakers and not of Udacity. This is a Creative Commons endeavor, which means you can share it any way you like. Just tell them we said hi. To find out more about this or any other episode of Linear Digressions, go to LinearDigressions.com. And if you don't mind, leave us a review on iTunes so other people get to listen to this content too. Thank you for being here. And we'll see you next time.